0: Welcome back to Cancer Perspective. Thank you for coming back again. May is Bladder Cancer Awareness Month, Brain Cancer Awareness Month, and Melanoma and Skin Cancer Awareness Month. Today we'll be discussing brain cancer. Brain cancer is cancer that starts in the brain. It is very different from cancer that starts in another organ and travels to the brain. Brain cancer involves the nervous system, these fast-growing neurons or neurologic cells that we have, and can quickly affect a person. We call a brain tumor that starts in the brain a primary brain tumor, rather than the flip side, which is metastatic, such as having lung cancer and that cancer traveling to the brain is lung cancer in the brain. Brain cancer almost always stays within the brain and the spinal cord. It does not travel to another organ, such as the lung. According to the National Cancer Institute, about 24,000 people will be diagnosed with malignant tumors of the brain and spinal cord in the United States in 2023. If we include benign or non cancerous tumors of the brain, the numbers get closer to 93,000. Non cancerous tumors involving the brain can be fatal and may need treatment that includes the same treatments for cancerous tumors to get them to stop growing. The brain is in a very fixed area and the symptoms of any type of tumor in the brain is usually related to the location of the tumor and how much of that tumor invades or compromises our normal processes of our brain function. Overall, though, our lifetime risk of developing a malignant tumor of the brain or spinal cord is less than 1%, and the risk of developing any type of tumor in the brain, benign or otherwise, is slightly higher. Here at Cancer Perspective, we focus on adult cancers. There are childhood brain and spinal cord tumors that are unique to children, and also treatment is often very unique. Types of brain cancer and their risk factors are varied. The Epstein-Barr virus, for instance, is an infection that can be the implication for a primary CNS or central nervous system lymphoma, and that will get its own special treatment. Exposure to vinyl chloride may be a risk factor for a glioma, and there are chromosome abnormalities that can be associated with families that have brain cancers, including neurofibromatosis, tubular sclerosis, Lee-Framini, to name a few. Symptoms of having a brain cancer are related to the location of the tumor. Oftentimes, we see headaches, vision changes, can have seizures, or GI symptoms such as nausea or vomiting you can have personality changes, mood changes, mental capacity or concentration issues. According to the National Cancer Institute, seizures are a presenting symptom in approximately 20% of patients and may be a sign that the cancer had been present for months to years in slow-growing tumors prior to getting to the point of causing a seizure. In contrast... People with metastatic brain tumors, such as lung cancer traveling to the brain, 40% will have seizures at some time during that clinical course, and it'll be a quicker sign. If somebody is having a seizure or a worst headache of their life, they will likely be worked up quickly for imaging of the brain. If somebody has headaches that come and go in frequency and degree of pain If the personality change is associated with taking medications for their headaches or being grumpy because they always have headaches, it'll be a little bit slower. Most commonly, a person will get a CT of the brain at some point and then an MRI. A biopsy will often be needed if they are trying to rule out whether the lesion in the brain is a potential infection versus metastatic cancer versus a primary new cancer. Neurologic symptoms or changes in your ability for your nerves to conduct its usual business, your gait or how you walk, if that is changed, or your ability to hold a pen and write, your ability to concentrate enough to Talk legibly or you're slurring your words, those are neurologic symptoms. The more neurologic symptoms or the more severe the neurologic symptoms is concerning for progressive disease. The care team are going to search for alterations in genes to help determine the treatment, such as the DNA methylation of the MGMT gene promoter or the mutation of the IDH1 or the IDH2 gene, or the co-deletion of chromosomes 1P and 19Q. These are all codes that you will see on a biopsy report and will help determine what the treatment could be. It could be a gross resection or taking the whole tumor out followed by radiation to the tumor bed, what is left in the brain. That often encompasses stereotactic radiation, meaning they're using beams very specific to just the tumor bed, trying to eliminate any damage to normal brain cells. There is chemotherapy and chemotherapy wafers that can be placed in the tumor bed at the time of surgery. There is oral chemotherapy that can be prescribed with radiation, whether it's stereotactic or some other form of radiation, and then after radiation is complete, chemotherapy by itself. Of course, part of the treatment should include physical therapy and occupational therapy to help maintain or regain, if possible, any neurologic losses. The ribbon color for brain cancer is gray. It evokes gray matter, and it's nice to say, go gray in May. Support patients and families affected by brain cancer by going gray in May. Thank you for joining us. Take care and spread kindness.